live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Oh, mama! Wow, mama, you're the bird lady. Put the ponies in the barn. You got it. Track of all gone. And... Now... Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Well, good morning, everybody. It is a new day on this Friday, September 2nd. We have reached the finish line. We are one day away from kickoff. As the Sooners open the 2022 football season tomorrow against the UTEP Miners. And we are live today on the road. We are jamming at Neighborhood Jam, an OEC Fiber Football Friday, our first OEC Fiber Football Friday of a new season. And it is a big, 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 big day. That's because it is our annual Joe C. Day on the Ref. We are joined all three hours today by the number one ranked athletic director in America, Joe Castiglione himself, looking dapper as always. Good morning, boss. T-Row, what a great thing to see you. (laughs) And see our our extended family over here. They've been uh, at every single show. Marilyn and Carol already here. Carter Jennings of the Carter Jennings Law Firm already oh, yeah. here today. The crowd's already rolling in, bright, dark and early <laughs> yeah. on a uh, Friday morning. How you doing? You ready for tomorrow? Absolutely. Yeah. This is uh, this is a day I've been looking forward to for a long, long time. We've had so much talking in the last six, eight months. I want to get to a game. Longest off season. For me, it's the longest off season I can remember. I would imagine exponentially for you probably it, absolutely uh a different one but a great one and uh not long in terms of feeling like it was dragging because there's so much going on but uh y- you like to have that that uh the game day to look forward to every week like we will for the next 12 and 13 and hopefully you know many more after that yeah. Uh, two more after that, I guess. But anyway, it's uh, it's just really been um, something that everybody in our program and our fans, I know, are are ready to happen. We got a lot to talk about today. I got a lot of questions for you. I know the listeners out there are uh, going to have questions for you as well. But we got to start by um, just kind of welcoming in the birthday boy himself, uh, T.J. Perry. Now, before I do. Are you comfortable with this? Are you okay being on the air at the same time as TJ? Because I know there was a little bit of friction over the Fletcher's corny dog situation between the two of you. Well, yeah, I think, uh, well, we haven't resolved it, so maybe we'll have to do it on the air today. Right. But I come, I come bearing gifts. For TJ? Yes. Wow. TJ, good morning. How are you today? I'm good. I'm very busy, but I'm wonderful. 
good to hear Joe on this morning. Busy. Busy. Yeah. yeah. Drake That's and I will rude. tell you. Drake and I will tell you. We may like this week uh, less than anyone else out there. So it's uh, we're running around with uh, our heads cut off like a couple of chickens with our heads cut off. So. Like right off the bat. I know. He set a confrontational tone right off the very I'm back. wonderful. I said I'm wonderful. That's what yeah, I started I, with. Basically said I'm busy. Can we hurry up so I can get back to what I was doing? <laughs> no, so I'm not to too busy for to you guys. No, That's I'm not too busy for you guys. Approached us with today. No. You better watch your attitude this morning. What, am I wrong, Joe? Is that the impression he was giving off this morning a little bit? Well, yeah, like, you know, I'm. I'm happy, but he's got a frown on his face. <laughs> so I'm actually, we, I'm actually smiling right now. So yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It just didn't come across like it, you should uh, in a day like this, pre-game day. That's exactly Joe, right. I'm wonderful. I'm great. I'm great to hear your voice. I'm so happy you're at Neighborhood Jam, and I'm not having breakfast, but Drake is. That's oh, wonderful. Uh, how was your Taco Mayo birthday last oh, night, Teach? Big time. Big time. Waited yeah. in line a little too long at the drive-thru, but other than that, once I got there, it was worth the uh, wait. So, um, What did you uh, go with last night on your birthday uh, dinner? Just three tacos, three crispy tacos, and a bean burrito. That was my birthday dinner that's last night. kind of night. a lot of food for you. Um, typically, that, that's a cutback. I typically get four, bean, uh, four tacos and two bean burritos. So I cut back a taco <sighs> and a bean burrito. So that's yeah. more than I eat, and he's a svelte 165 pounds. So that's a <laughs> I burn a lot of calories taking care yeah. of you. It yeah, look, sounds impressive. like he walked in and knew exactly what he wanted. He I didn't did. have to stare at the menu and veer but off. Me and my kid are pretty quick when it comes to a taco mile menu. We know what we want and we uh, we attack it. So you yeah. sit in the drive-through line that long though, you figure out what it is that you want. So true. That's true. Right. I mean, right. Drake Dyken, ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of Drake Dyken who yeah. is here. Uh, Live in uh, Neighborhood Jam with us today. I'm terribly awake. Very awake right now. So, <laughs> so yeah. That's a good I thing. Yeah. Dude. Drake was here setting up and battling in the dark and got everything going. A trooper. Now, do you want to uh, talk about the Fletcher situation or do you want to do that later in the show? Well, since, you know, getting Fletcher's I thought we addressed this dogs, last year <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we did resolve it, but uh, well, I mean, but then I you believe started over the reverting. last twelve months, he's continued to take responsibility. Totally. Yeah. You know, when you're not in town, and sometimes he and Drake are hosting the show, there's just no one there to hold them accountable. Right. <laughs> right. But today, uh, at least I'm going to make an attempt. Maybe TJ will too. But I, uh, you know, last year it was a. Huge hill of climb that really started during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Didn't TJ start wistfully thinking, you know, that my game day would be perfect if I could have a Fletcher's corny dog right. at a game. Right. And just sort of started talking like that. And then I spoke it into it existence. You see how powerful my words are? <laughs> just well, maybe I, today's I another it. day. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Are you going to make another dream come true today, it sounds like? <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, TJ doesn't need much, but there are certain things that he, he's missing. And for whatever reason, he can't, he can't seem to get it to happen. So, you know, we're going to try to make it happen for him. What do you think about that, Toby? I love the idea. This is something you approached me with midweek. You're nothing if not charitable. It's, yeah, but it's really the backbone of you as a person and your athletic department. And we're going to try to uh, – make a dream come true today 
by seeing if we can get TJ ESPN Plus. That's make exactly it happen right. today. That's uh, so. Is, no, we cannot have this. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, TJ, you just have to be careful what you wish for. You know, you wish for corn dogs one year. <laughs> right. I think Toby wished. Call for Amber this. Fletcher. Boom. Boom. Corn dogs. Yeah. You talk. Wait, who for called Amber Fletcher? Oh, sorry. You did, right? Yes. Oh, I thought maybe TJ did because I've heard he take good credit. He drove down and he drove he drove his truck down there and pulled the trailer back so they can it's actually confused. make the yeah, corn dogs. Right. It was you that called Amber Fletcher. Okay, go but, ahead. But uh, today we're going to fix something that should have been fixed a long time ago. Mm-hmm. We try to help TJ. We hear him talk about all this fandom that he has for the Sooners, right. yet I noticed in the last year he struggled to get to many games. Says he follows them. very few games, <laughs> and, but he very does now. I went to I went to every football game I think last year, and most a lot of basketball and baseball. Come on, uh, so we have to right a wrong. Is that okay? I would love that. Yeah. So today, TJ, uh, for your birthday, I'm starting a challenge that I will match personally match <laughs> dollar for dollar. A year-long ESPN Plus subscription for wow. one TJ Perry. No, wow. no, no. We're talking no. ninety-nine, ninety-nine. Very, very sweet of you, Joe. Very nice of you. There is a uh, bowl that's there been set up in front of us. There's a glass am, bowl. It's uh, we'll post it on social media. We'll I am completely capable of playing for this. There are many more deserving it people says, in this uh, world. Help raise money for TJ for ESPN Plus. No, no we cannot. No, we no, cannot no, 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 no. close the show today without having right. a year-long ant- subscription for TJ Perry on, for ESPN+. So, really Plus. so he can follow us Sooners. Stop by, put some uh, dollar bills in the pot here today in front of us. And uh, really, we only need to raise $50 because you're offering to match dollar for dollar every donation. Dollar dollar for dollar in the bowl today. You two are something else. Here's the thing. I don't think – Toby's hard enough to deal with on his own. I don't think I can have you two together anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully – we got three hours. Hopefully by the end of the day we can make another T.J. Perry dream come true and finance one year of ESPN Plus for him today. It's just not right for a co-host of a worldwide – Highly acclaimed right. radio show, not to be able to have all the tools that he needs to be informed. I'm glad you see it the way I do, Joe. All right, well, this is exciting. Did you take a picture of this, Drake? <laughs> I will. Stop. Okay. <laughs> we're we're going to post this to, to the KREF account soon. And please, if you come by today, drop a dollar in the bowl, and Joe will match every dollar, dollar for dollar, until we get ninety nine ninety nine raised to get TJ ESPN uh, Plus today. This is exciting to be a part of. You know, uh, when I was at Channel 9, I got a chance to do the telethon a few years. This isn't that, but it feels kind of like, you know, we're I feel like a Jerry Lewis again. telethon right now. That's what I feel like. It's normally yeah, on Labor Day coming up here this thing, weekend. Kinda, can I show you something before, you know, uh, before we get going today that TJ found to give him credit? Look at this. Uh, he brought it to me today, or Drake brought it to me. Look at this golf towel that was at the radio station. Hey, the 1993 that is. Bob Berry Scout Golf Tournament. There's a caricature of Bob Berry Sr. on the front playing golf. Isn't that amazing? That's fantastic. <laughs> that is that, that is needs going to be in the framed. Office. Yeah, that is going to get framed and be put somewhere very it's, special. It's actually a very good caricature it of is. Bob. It is. I t- I, having played golf with him, that's a much better looking swing than I ever actually saw on the golf course. But uh, t- 
TJ, thank you for that find. That's that is time. fantastic. And, uh, I'm that not sure who you need special. to thank. I, you know, honestly, all the years in here, I didn't see it until the other day, and nobody really knows where it came from. So, like a, like out of nowhere, it was just all of a sudden laying there, and I said, Toby would probably love to have this if no one claims it. So, no one in the building knew where it came from. That's very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, um, you ready for today? Ready to field I'm some I'm questions? I'm excited for it. And- We've got TJ, you know, again, one year corn dogs, this year ESPN Plus. What You're mountain beautiful. will he ask us to climb Joe. next year? Yeah. <laughs> who, who, let's get this one accomplished first before yes. we look too far into the future because so far we've raised zero dollars. So um, hopefully by the end <laughs> Please, of the show. I hope it stays as It'll zero. be 99. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just be giving him a half a year subscription. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll only get a month out of it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you've got a question or a comment for Joe today, our text line, our Air Comfort Solutions text line is 405-651-3439. Uh, we're going to talk a little football. Their opening night last night as uh, OSU got underway. Great game in Pittsburgh last night. Great finish in West Lafayette, Indiana. Heck of a high school game here in town last night. So we got a lot of stuff to get into with the boss. It's Joe C. Day live from Neighborhood Jam in Norman. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. It is the T-Row in the morning show on the ref. It is Mr. Castiglione Day. Toby, be respectful. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, we cannot refer to it as Joe C. Day. We've got to keep that straight. It's our brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Big thanks to them, keeping you uh, healthy all through the uh, Norman and Moore area. Air Comfort Solutions text line. You guys be good today. That's all I'm warning you about. Hello from Guthrie. I know Josie enjoyed Katie's Diner quite a bit, but next time he's in town, I need Joe to try Simone's. That's what this texter says. I'm up for that. Yeah. Simone's. Katie's is, uh, you've been there a few times. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. It's a good spot. Yep. Really good spot. All right, Simone's. Simone's, I'll try it. By the way, I did see your thing the other night on uh, the news channel uh, there, Toby, mingling with the enemy, dining oh, yeah, with the, the enemy. Yeah. The thing with Hunziker on Channel mm-hmm, 5? Mm-hmm. How'd that turn out? Um, I could tell through the whole thing you just wanted to get to the end to take that bite of barbecue. Oh, that was so unfair. The anticipation had, like, in your face. Hour, they had a whole table of barbecue <laughs> right in front of me. It's hard to concentrate. Uh, let's see here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. When T-Rose said, in a pasture on the Oklahoma Prairie under the light of the midnight moonbeam, there were born two ordinary ponies who would dream an extraordinary dream. I really felt that. <laughs> okay. Very good. That's the start of the book. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we made somebody feel it. That's good. Uh, A1, Turkey, Bacon, McGriddle, and the boss together again. Uh, That's right. McGriddle's in the house. That's right. Uh, Is Joe aware of the other host who came to host the uh, show this week, Dobie Rowland? Um, I got some criticism for being a little bit of a downer on on Wednesday's show. Uh, So they started calling me Dobie um, for being a little too negative. I wasn't really being negative at all. I just brought up some perhaps concerns 
about the football now, team. Look at him backpedaling now. Look at and him backpedaling. Uh, I, I got a bad rap for it, so they started calling me Doby. Doby. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Eric, listening it's from stuff. Illinois, says. I get it. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Starts with a D. I don't know. Uh, dark Toby, I think, is what yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I think it was your evil dark twin is what they were saying, yes. Uh, Eric, listening from Illinois, says, I want to send Josie a message of thanks. I was a student there from 99 to 04. I have, si- uh, have since lived in Oklahoma and now back in my hometown of Illinois. I can follow OU Athletics closer today than I could when I lived in OKC, and I'm more and more proud of our athletics program every year. Thanks for the fantastic leadership, Boomer Sooner. Wow, very that? nice. Thank yeah. you very much for that. Very nice text message. And, yes, uh, there were some days that you could follow uh, football and basketball, but you couldn't follow much else, um, maybe a game here or there. So right. maybe – well, look, we've – all the careers that have been spawned, where would Plank have started? Right. And now he's everywhere on every station, every network, every time slot – I don't think he ever sleeps. He just does, he does every not. network He's radio show, every play-by-play. Play. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Let's, let's uh, talk about that for a second because, in all seriousness, uh, ESPN Plus has launched for OU this month. Uh, try to, like, why did you want to make this deal happen? Why is it beneficial for Oklahoma in your eyes? Reach. Reaching the fans. Uh, we, uh, we had a great run with the uh, original first-ever university, uh, tel- uh, I guess you could say, sports network that we had partnered with Fox. Mm-hmm. back uh, Launched that in 2012 and uh, had a great run. They sold off their regional sports networks a few years back, actually to ESPN, and then ESPN sold them again to uh, another media entity, and uh, they... They uh, still own them, but um, they branded them Bally's as I think they were trying to get more and more into the sports gaming, mm-hmm. uh, gambling, I should say, ent- entity. Um, but the uh, the growth of ESPN Plus, uh, our partnership with ESPN in so many different ways, and the ability for us to provide programming uh, needed a, another platform. And the streaming element has developed so well where people can literally get it all around the world they were getting it in some ways we had mobile apps and and had ways to reach people around the world whether it's uh, live or or um, delayed or archived content but the ESPN platform just takes it up you know 20 notches and uh, it's the it's linear television Toby as you know is going to be around for a long time but now the component of the digital streaming is something that helps fans stay in touch and in tune with their their teams in ways they could never do before. And I know some still struggle because yeah. it's a different step in technology, but it'll get easier and easier as it goes. And I will tell you this, the fun part that when we launched in August, of course, we didn't have any live content until what two weeks ago right. with soccer and then volleyball last week. But um, the part where people were getting uh, – on ESPN Plus, one watching one game. Some people said, hey, I'm re-watching Tennessee. Oh, no, I'm watching the 2000 National Championship game. Oh, no, no, I'm watching Texas Tech. You know, And then they're all talking on social media like, I remember this in this game, that in this game. And so all that um, historical 
uh, footage and, and shows are there for them at any time they want, plus all this live content that now will get to uh, over 23 million subscribers. I think it's fantastic. It was, um, it's great just to know exactly where to tell everybody to go that uh, you can find everything, game shows, everything in one location. Um, it makes it easy rather than, you know, this channel or after this game or tape delayed after this or this channel. You know, it was confusing before to some people, myself included. So from an ease standpoint, there will be some people. I was over at my parents' house uh, midweek this week. They don't have ESPN+. Plus. Now they do, but are showing them how to use it and everything. So there's going to be some of that. But once everybody gets up to speed and, um, uh, you know, technologically savvy at everything, this is a wonderful thing it's for huge. the university. Yeah. And we're really grateful for ESPN uh, to partner with us. We're, we're the only university in America to have this type of platform, cool. which is really neat. And, uh, you know, I think about all of our people over in Sooner Vision, which you work with a lot, and uh, led by Jacob Potter. And that staff is phenomenal. I mean, they think about us producing between three and 4,000 hours of content a yeah. year. I mean, that, that's half that's of what a regular television station does. And we're obviously all angled towards sports. But the other part that we have, the connection with Gaylord College of Journalism, you know, we have so many students working, yep. great laboratory for them. And we do the Sooner Sports Pad. So that's another programming. I know uh, Dean Kelly has uh, really been a great partner and it's a great asset for them. And, and, you know, just you're talking about being over your grandmother's house. Yeah. Someday – People are going to be over T.J. Perry's house, and they'll be able Showing to watch him how to do it and everything. ESPN Plus. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we still got to raise the money today. But the, I, we're, I just we're saw the jar, by the way, in the picture on Twitter. You two, uh, you, I, I put it on there, but you two are ridiculous. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So uh, stop by today if you have time. Have breakfast with us. Drop whatever you can in the jar. We're going to try to get uh, one year subscription for for T.J. to ESPN Plus today. And you're going to match dollar for dollar every dollar that's put in the jar today. So just very generous of you. Please do not go by and put any money very in that generous. jar. Very please, generous. Please give it to a much more worthy cause. Uh, tell me about the lights. This is a, a little thing that's got a lot of attention, but uh, I don't know that it will notice it tomorrow since it's a day game. Maybe we will. I don't know. You can tell me. But uh, tell me about the lights. I'm pretty excited about this. So uh, we needed a relamp. The stadium, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've been playing this for a little while. Um, you know, the, the, not to get too technical, but LED lighting has exploded in, yeah. in all of our lives. And it's, uh, it's more efficient, it's brighter, and uh, it's so much more, uh, I, I guess you could say, easier to work with. And so we uh, completely relamped the stadium, and they have the ability to – do a lot of different, um, you know, I guess you could say, flashing and mm-hmm. uh, several different rhythms that go. So when we're playing at night and score many of those touchdowns, field goals, or special occurrences during the game, they'll they'll be able to, uh, you know, to be add some, you know, some uh, pop into the game day atmosphere, if you will. Um, and then when we get to uh, some of our future um, growth and the new uh, renovation of the stadium. We're adding some different kind of lighting on the sides too. So uh, I know some people have 
written us about some that they see in some other stadiums, but uh, ours are four poles at each corner, which is very common, very, you know, it's a, in a lot of stadiums, but some have the lighting across the right. top on, on one, you know, broad side of the stadium or the other, and so gives you that kind of way of uh, creating some additional excitement with lighting. Um, well, it's going to be cool. And they, they're white, right? They're, they're white, they're yeah. They're not, white. they're not red. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we need, I want to talk to you about potential future renovations, not just a, for football, but other sports as well coming up. Pete Thamel's going to join us sometime this morning uh, from ESPN. He's been uh, all over the uh, couple of stories here lately. I'm eager to talk to him about. He might be fishing you for quotes in the middle of the interview. I don't know how this is, yeah, well, is going to be interesting. Today could be a big day out there in the world of sports. So when's he coming on? Shortly, here Shortly. at the next break. After oh, the after next this break. next break? Okay. Yeah. Pete Thamel from ESPN coming on next. Joe Castiglione with us. It's our annual Joe C. Day. We're at Neighborhood Jam on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. $10 has been put in the uh, help raise money for T.J. Perry for ESPN Plus pot uh, with the T- uh, Joe Castiglione match. We are now up to 20 which means we are $79.99 away from being able to fund T.J. for one year with ESPN Plus, which is our I take credit for one corny here. dog, and now I get embarrassment for the rest of my life. I see how this is going to work. We're off to a flight. It's only of course. Yes, on. you do. That's right. <laughs> you figured this out. It is our great honor now to be uh, uh, to welcome in really one of the uh, movers and shakers of the college athletics world, and that's Pete Thamel with ESPN. He's been all over a few stories lately. Pete, good morning. How are you today? Put me in for twenty bucks to get ESPN Plus. It's a fine, fine product. Wow! Going to help pay Teddy Thamel's college education in eighteen years. All right. <laughs> we need the plus, a high functioning part of every college football fan's uh, repertoire. So, uh, so text me a Venmo, and uh, I'm in for twenty. Wow! Wow! That's, wow! Uh, with the, with the Joe C match, that's a forty dollar donation right there, which gets us right. halfway to our goal. So that's over halfway. Yeah, yeah somewhere the guy who runs the United Way in, in in Oklahoma City is listening to this, going, "What did I do wrong here?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, please give this money to the United Way when we're done with this, please. <laughs> Well, uh, Pete, it, it, it sounds like uh, today could be a big day. What do you anticipate happening today with uh, the possibility of the expansion to a 12-team playoff? So there are certain times when you're a reporter, and I've obviously covered a lot of college presidents' meetings, when you have to step back and say, I have no idea what's going to happen. Because when you talk to enough people – and you hear just diametrically different things from people of, like, you know, high repute in high places in various parts of the country. And if there's one thing I've learned about college presidents, who individually are all brilliant and remarkable and great leaders, is that collectively, when they get together, they tend to do nothing. So I just think anyone who thinks today is going to be the day that the college presidents fix all the issues, I think they may task the commissioners to go fix them quickly. But I just, I have a hard time 
you know, I have people telling me they want 16 last night. I have people saying that they're gonna they're gonna just fix the last two years of the playoff, the 24, 25, and then create the architecture for the uh, for the next iteration. I have people saying they're gonna do the next iteration and then come back and maybe dip into the into those two. And it just got to a point yesterday where I was like. I don't think, and this is instinct. This isn't like sorry. I just I don't think anything's going to actually happen because there are just too many people thinking too many things are going to happen. And when you get that many people, I mean, this to me, and certainly Joe's eminently more qualified than me to talk about this. But to me, this is one of those no one's in charge moments. No one is really in charge of the college football playoff. No one is really in charge of college football, and. The reason why nobody's on the same page is that there's nobody to get everyone on the same page. Good morning, Pete. It's Joe. Uh, yeah, Hi, Joe. I think, thank you for joining uh, joining us this morning, and uh, thanks for the donation. You know, wow. we uh, yeah. we really did. Uh, we have make somebody that hasn't true. had ESPN Plus. We wanted to make sure we took care of it this morning, and we're really on our way now. Thank you. But uh, yeah, happy to jump in. You know, think back to. Um, you know, think back to months ago when we it felt like we were on the the threshold of a 12-team playoff, an expanded college football playoff, and then and then we weren't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you know, t- t- to your point, you know, I think uh, you know maybe some of the change that's occurred in the last six eight weeks may have changed the points of view of certain people. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. changed the points of view of everyone i um you're talking you know, about usc and ucla yes um the the you know conference realignment continues to bubble and no one covers it better no one has any more insight than pete thamel i could tell you <laughs> when i read read uh stuff that he he puts out and writes and posts he's he's uh really really an expert in this area and i'm not just saying that because he's on the air but i really do feel that way and and i think uh you know what his his accurate depiction of what's going on is is probably right um i know we all have our our particular views of 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 you know what the college football playoff should be and uh i'm I'm personally one that was in the camp of 12 felt very good and very comfortable with it expanding to 12, and I believe that's where it's going to go in the long run. Uh, I could be wrong. I know I have heard people uh, talk about going up to 16. I don't think 16 is the right number. I think 12 is the right number. And and I can. Uh, it's not just a fan in me speaking. It's not just an administrator in me speaking. It's my experience on the college football playoff committee and evaluating tweet teams. And uh, I, I think you can make case for 12. Yeah. And I I. I I struggle with beyond 12. So, Pete, is it a matter now that we've had the USC and UCLA move, that everybody wants it, it's just a matter of landing on the right number, or is there still a, a, a section out there or a conference fighting against any expansion at all? Well, I think there's a little bit of everything, right? And that's why uh, – it, it, before I answer that question, Toby, let me ask Joe. Like, Joe, what do you, at 5 o'clock today when that meeting – you know, whatever, 6 o'clock today, when that meeting's over, what do you expect the resolution to be? I expect them to give the uh, the commissioners the, uh, you know, the ability to now get back together and and figure out the path forward. Uh, I, I know there's been some changes that have taken place that everybody's seen, 
but mm-hmm. uh, there really hasn't been any anything different from months ago when they decided not to do it. So uh, maybe the time, you know, has has come where they feel like it's best for us to move forward. Whether we can make that happen, you know, as a group if, um, in the remaining years of the current contract, I don't know. But I think they're they're going to give it a great effort to see how how it can come together. It, it's logistically possible, put right. it that way. There are some serious complexities, and whether they can work through all of that, I don't know. So the commissioners and, and uh, Jack Swarbrick, the AD at Notre Dame, will have the ability to talk and bring something back to the board. So you don't think we'll have an answer at the end of the day no. today? They'll just kind of not punt it but pass it on to the commissioners yes. to figure it out? that's what I think. What do you think, Pete? Well, I think – I think that version is correct. Part of the backdrop of why this there was one of these meetings maybe two Mondays ago and then this one again today is the presidents are annoyed at the inaction. There is a little tisk-tisk factor here saying, hey, commissioners, stop your bickering and figure this out. It's costing us a half billion dollars. And, look, money is always the great motivator in college athletics. Uh, Woodward and Bernstein could have, could have had my beat and done much better on it than I do because all you got to do is follow the money. All these, all these major decisions. Um, and when you when you follow the money here, and you look at especially some of the leagues now that are that are behind the uh, the power two, if you will, on that on that side of the boat, there's there's a need for revenue and a need for access. So you would think they'd be more more motivated than than ever. And I, and I guess you know people kept texting me, or are they going to vote on it tomorrow? And I was like, what's it? Like that's what it, that's what I don't know. So I agree with Joe that there will be some recommendations. Will it be a recommendation to figure out the last two years and see how feasible 24 and 25 are in a 12-team format? Or will it be a recommendation to say, hey, we are passing this uh, 12-team playoff, which I've, I've been told should look fairly similar to the one that uh, Jack Swarbrick, Greg Sankey, Craig Thompson, and Bob Bowlesby spent 18 months working on? Um, but but nobody could really tell me like stand on the table and tell me it would definitely be that. Uh, but the, the option two, I guess, is they say okay, we we want to put together a contract for eight or ten years from twenty six on. I'm bad at math, but you can do the math from what where it would end up from there, and then say hey, let's let's take it let's let's really dial in here the next few weeks and see how we can do a twelve team for the back end of this current deal to try to take advantage of what that is financially. You know, the, the complexities are still there. The ACC still sort of looms. Uh, there's some ambiguity about uh, about whether they, they want to jump in the ship. And I guess an important distinction here for the listeners is that you need a unanimous approval for whatever changes happen to the current contracts over the last two years. You don't need unanimous approval for the, the next iteration um, because it's, because this one's a current contract. You have to change where the next one is just something that, you know, folks need to agree on. So you could have, a, you could kind of have a, a majority. Now, I don't think anyone's agreeing to anything that the SEC and the Big Ten don't want. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to get too, you know, loose in characterizing that. But like, if the Sun Belt objects to something in the, you know, the the the, the next iteration, that their their voices will be uh, probably outvoted. Last question, and uh, we'll let you go, Pete. I know you got a busy day in front of you, but a uh, little bit of a loaded question here, but. What do you think uh, college football looks like in five years? What's the Oof. what's the big picture? I know Oof. that's a tough question, but yeah. 
Are, are we going to have 60 one. teams? Are we going to have, you know, are we going to, what's it going to look like? Yeah. I'm going to answer that this way, Toby. I don't think there's enough people sitting back saying, what does this look like in five years? I think there's a lot of people worrying about, oh, NIL, it's a mess. We've got to fix it. Oh, we need to fix the play. Oh, we need to do this. Oh, we need to realign. And nobody's saying, all right, for this sport to be vibrant and healthy and functioning five years from now, ten years from now, what do we want it to look like? Is it governed under the NCAA? Is it governed outside the NCAA? What does compensating the athletes look like? Do we give them a percentage of our robust television contracts? Do we, you know, create some sort of, uh, you know, uniform name, image, and likeness uh, standards. Like, there are all these tent poles that are going to hold up the sport. And there's a lot of time spent analyzing the individual tent poles for the moment and not enough time looking at what the tent is going to look like. How about that for a clunky analogy that I just made up? I think he's spot on. <laughs> I really do. And we have a lot, you know, as, as we – have come to experience over the last 15 years in our our current governance structure we have these huge unwieldy committees you know individually people on these committees are good but it's too big to make these huge important long-range decisions you need a much smaller but a you know fairly you know, well-represented group to be more nimble and to make some tough decisions and have a have the ability for the, the big thinkers and the practitioners to come together and, and figure out the path forward. And it might be really, really tough early on. People yeah. have to make some gutsy decisions. But in the long run, college football will be better for it. Pete, thank you so much. You're the best, man. Uh, good luck Thanks, today gentlemen. and have a great college football season. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate you. Send me that Venmo. <laughs> will do. Pete Thamel, uh, we got the uh, Pete Thamel IOU, $20 right there. If you could put that in the uh, pot. Oh, no, we dropped it. We'll, we'll get that Fumbled. in. Thirty uh, $60 have already been raised of the 100 we need to get TJ Perry ESPN Plus for a year. That was pretty good stuff. There's, he uh, really good. spurred some questions I want to talk to you about uh, this morning. You can uh, text the show if you've got a question for Joe C, 405-651-3439. It is our Air Comfort Solutions text line. We'll be back here at Neighborhood Jam. It's time to up your game with the latest in ref gear and let the world know you're part of the ref army. Visit the ref store at KREF.com for hats, sweatshirts, ref branded t-shirts, and exclusive t-shirts like our Ban 11 a.m. kickoff shirt. Breathe if you hate Texas shirt or the brand new I'm All In Team 128 shirt. Wear what we wear and get your ref gear at KREF.com today. T-Row in the morning show, it is Joe C. Day. I feel like I should be standing on Main Street in a potato sack with a giant red plus on my chest. I'm being shamed, publicly shamed here. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Hospital. Thanks, Lumber Lady, for dropping in the four cents. I appreciate that. Yeah, we've added uh, another nickel from Redhead Sooner, so we are now up to a $30.09 <laughs> That's another $30.09 with the Josie match. $60.18 so far have been raised. We're oh two-thirds of the way to our goal already, Joe. In the first hour. That's that's pretty good. What do you got, T? Oh, he's got sound effects even. Uh, <laughs> Joe's producing the show. Air here, Comfort the Solutions text line. <laughs> Please ask Josie to chime in on the current scandal 
plague, uh, plaguing the station. The steak temperature preference. <laughs> How do you like your steak cooked? Oh, steak. Yeah. Medium plus. So that means not quite medium well? Correct. It's between medium and medium well. Just a skosh over medium. I think medium. I've ever heard huh. of I never. Plus. I was going to say that's, that's the first fancy. for me, yeah. Do you Just look, a skosh over medium. So TJ and I are medium, medium well guys, and we have taken cr- tremendous criticism for this stance from the people who believe you should just throw a Band-Aid on it and serve it, you know. You can't. That's too much to cook meat. You're ruining your steak, they say. So it's good to hear that you are at least in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're going to get emails and criticism about your medium It's okay. Stance. I can stand up to it. It's not a problem. Right. This guy also is requesting that Joe schedule a week zero game next uh, year in Denver, neutral site against USC. So, Joe, if you can uh, get busy on that, please. Um. Look, I can make corn dogs happen in ESPN Plus. So I don't think I'm going to make that. <laughs> you don't foresee the USC non-con game in the near future. No, no. Uh, last one here before the top of the hour. Patrick wants to know when it's all said and done, who will play Joe C. And when the movie comes out, man, I mean, he's cast Jason Bateman as Toby. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> Um, too bad Marlon Brando's not around anymore. That would have been just, you know, uh, the, the godfather figure there. A De Niro, Teach? What do you think about a De Niro? Not not at De Niro's age now. It's got to be somebody with a lot of gravitas. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to do some thinking on this one. I'm an Al Pacino Joe uh, surely thought about this, who he wants to have play him in his life I love story. Al Pacino, too, but, like... Um, you need more contemporary? Uh, no, 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 no. That's, uh, that's perfectly fine. I just see him as... Uh, yeah, I, I, you, Pacino could do anything. Yeah, So I, I, I was doubting Pacino's ability to do Joe Castiglione, which is silly, so... I, had to th- I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Uh, We'll put some thought to that. I'm sure the listeners out there will have some suggestions for us. One hour in the books. It's the Joe C. Show today from Neighborhood Jam. We'll be back.